Why is accountability such a bad word? It has just gotten such a bad rap. People people think it's it's just really a way for you to point out what I'm doing wrong. And I don't think it has to be that way. I think accountability, we can spin it, we can change it, we can actually make it a positive thing, a gift in our organizations, a gift to ourselves, a gift to our people. That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Chasing Greatness. I am really glad you're here with us. We're having this conversation this week about creating shared ownership. I've I've been traveling all over the place the last couple of weeks, uh, really all over. Just got back from Canada last night, uh, up in Toronto and out on the West Coast last week and the East Coast a couple times and down to Florida. I mean, I've literally just been all over the country talking to leaders everywhere. And, and person after person is is telling me that they're struggling in their business to keep their people engaged. It's really, it's been a, it's been a challenge, uh, not, not just maybe for the people I talked to, it might be a challenge for you. What was our number? 83% of people now, the latest study showing that 83% of people are disengaged at work. They're just, they just come and go through the motions. Are you kidding me? How, how can we, how can we get to a high performance place with low performing people? We can't, we know that. And so there's some things we can do to create a sense of shared ownership I shared with you at the end yesterday that when I traveled, I rented a car. I did not wash the rental car when I took it back to the airport. I fulfilled my obligation. I filled it up with gas, but I treated it like a renter. I didn't even, you know, if I'd have had a water bottle in there, I wouldn't have had to even clean it out. Somebody else would do that for me. And I, I didn't I didn't leave any trash in the car. I couldn't bring myself to that much. But truthfully, I could have. It, it's it's And yet, how many people treat their job that way in your workplace they're just renters. I mean, they come in every day. They're doing the minimum. They're, you know, messing around when they shouldn't be. They're waiting till Friday with their paycheck. They're really not with you when it comes to what you're doing. You can, you can uh, be sure that you'll never grow to your potential. You'll never become the organization, the team that you could if your people don't care. And yet, if your people do care, and there's some things we can do to leverage their strengths we talked about and give them responsibility, and then all of a sudden engagement begins to go through the roof. It's a huge competitive advantage when you've got all your people locked in and they're doing what they're supposed to, and your competition, whoever you would you know, consider your competition to be, when your competition, you got 80% of their people don't, don't really care, you're going to dominate if that's the case. Now, your competition really is not the, the, the person in the same industry down the road. Your competition really is sometimes it's your own success, Sometimes it's your complacency. Sometimes it's settling for, for less than your best or not setting the goal high enough to start with. There's a lot of, lot of things you compete with. It's usually not the other business down, down the street that's doing the same thing you are. There's plenty of business to go around. We can create a huge competitive advantage when we begin to, to think about the, these things we've talked about the last couple of days, this, you know, getting our people into places where they're effective and energized and where people, are, are encouraging that your customers are like, I, I love it when they, you, they get good reviews kind of, so to speak. And then yesterday we talked about giving responsibility and I gave you a little chart, you know, put their name down one side and then really lock in on what they're good at, write that in the, in the second column. And then, and then can you help them really discover, um, a, an area that they could own? Everybody needs to own something. If, if you have ownership of an area, you're going to care more. You're going to show up. You're going to try, you're going to do better work. If you don't really care, it's not going to matter. And 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 what's going to make it even matter more is if we can connect it to our vision. Like, what are we really trying to do? It maybe you even need to start and go back to your vision. Sometimes we get really busy. We're very, you know, we're we're going fast. Our business is, and and we forget why we're doing what we're doing. 
we and if it and it, I say this all the time, if it's fuzzy to you, remember when we get going fast, things get fuzzy. We can miss the exit if we're driving too fast. Same thing for your business. Your business is going too fast. It can get really fuzzy. You miss the signs, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I forgot what, why we're doing what we're doing. I'm kind of going through the motions. I feel really busy. But that's when we begin to confuse activity with accomplishment. We talk about that sometimes here. We, we, we have a hard time. If it's fuzzy to us, I say it's always blurry to the people who are following us. If it's fuzzy to you, it's blurry to the people who are following you. So you got to connect people to the why. And then ultimately, you got to give them a way to measure why they're doing what they're doing, or what they're doing, and why they're doing it. I mean, if you can, if you can make that measurable, all of a sudden it it becomes um, just catalytic for their engagement level to go up. And so today, I want us to talk about once we once we share ownership, we've got to provide accountability. Let's go back to where we started the conversation today. We've got to provide some accountability. So. There's some things that I've discovered we can do to enhance accountability. I want to give you a couple of them today, and then I've got four or five more tomorrow I'm going to give you. So the first thing, let's just start with the idea we've got to communicate what we need them to do. We've got to communicate expectations. We've got to we got to lay it out and, like, this is what I'm asking you to do. Now, it's not enough just to communicate. There's some other steps that we've got to take. But let's talk about communicate here for just a second. So do you have thing, You have areas that you're wanting somebody to own and yet you've you, – and maybe you even said it to them at one point. You, you, you transferred your authority to them. You gave it to them. And yet how many times do we train them this way? We say, okay, I'm giving you this promotion. I'm giving you this opportunity. Will you be in charge of this? And what, what do we say to them after that? If you need anything, let me know. We don't teach them. We don't train them. We don't, we don't really uh, resource them the way we should. We just say our, – our, our big line is – if you need anything, let me know. And they don't want to. They don't want to fail. <laughs> they don't want to. A lot of times, if we don't create a culture where people ask for help, uh, it, it, we can we can actually um, not expect them to ask for help. It, it goes back to how we're leading them. Not that they're wanting to wake up in the morning and disappoint anybody, but they're not going to ask for help if we don't have that kind of learning environment. And so, if you've got people on your team. That you've not, that maybe you communicated it with them one time, but you haven't really, again, you haven't trained them, taught them, resourced them, whatever. Don't expect them to get this right. And here's what happens if you need something, check with me. And then two months later, I'm frustrated with this person that I asked to do something because they're not doing it the way that I used to do it, or they're not doing it the way I thought they would do it. They're not doing it the way they said they would do it. And, and, and truthfully, that's on me. That's on me at that point. I haven't, I, I've, I said it one time, but I really didn't create uh, uh, any kind of accountability. Tomorrow, I'm going to give you five more things that we can do once we communicate. I think we have to do, not that we can do. If we're going to create real accountability, there's five more steps here that I want to lay out for you tomorrow. But it starts with communicating. Who right now on your team is not doing work as, as good as they could be doing it or, or to your expectation? Let's just say it that way. Is it because they're waking up in the morning thinking, I really want to try to disappoint my leader today? Or is it because I've not done a good job communicating the expectation? If we'll communicate, we're going to set them up for success. Create clarity in those jobs. It is a gift to your people when you do that. Let's let's make some adjustments today and make sure that we're doing that. We'll be on the road to accountability. Tomorrow, I'm going to give you the rest of the path. I hope you'll join us for that. Share with somebody. Keep chasing greatness, guys. Love you.